I'm Dinah Harris, director of the Jackson-Madison County Library in Jackson, Tennessee, and you're listening to our podcast, Opening Doors. Good morning. This is Dinah Harris back with you today from downtown Jackson at our main library on 433 East Lafayette Street. Just wanted to talk with you today and let you know about what we've got planned for the future. So beginning next Monday, August the 3rd, the library plans to open back up for partial reopening. So what this means is that we will still do our curbside services in the morning at our main library. That will be from 9 until noon, Monday through Friday, and then all day on Saturday from 9 until 5. Our north branch will be curbside only for all the hours that they're open, and that would be 9 to 6, Monday through Friday. Then downtown, In the afternoon, we will be doing the partial reopening. What that means is that at our main library, from noon until 6, Monday through Thursday, and noon until 5 on Friday, our doors will be open to the public. The partial opening means that we will only allow so many people in the library at a given time, and that people will have to be screened at the door. Uh, We will have a greeter who will take your temperature, and we'll ask you a few questions to determine if you've been exposed to the COVID virus, and also we'll see that you have a mask. Uh, We ask that you bring your own, but we do have some extras should you need one, but you will be required to wear a face covering while you're in the building just to prevent the spread of it, and I tell you, we're more convinced than ever that the mask will prevent it. As you know, we had to close for two weeks due to staff members testing positive, and we believe the wearing of masks is what prevented it from going, uh, spreading any further amongst the staff than it did. So we do require the mask to come in the building. Now, we will still serve you if you cannot come in the building. You just have to use our curbside service. Uh, we will still have our intercom outside. So if you come after lunch and, and will still need service but can't come in the building, we still will do what we can to serve you. The limited capacity um, means that in the team room, there will only need to be so many people in there at any given time to maintain social distancing. Then only a few people can be in there. Our kids area would be as the same. The kids area will also not have any toys to play with. There'll be no electronic devices, nowhere to sit. Um, same thing in the teen room. We do have two computers that teens can use, but there's no one is allowed to sit in there other than the person using the computer. They are spaced six feet apart. There are no chairs anywhere in the library for you to sit other than if you have a computer appointment or you can walk up and if there's an empty computer, we will allow you to come in and use it. But there's only nine computers in the adult area and two in the teen area. And that is to provide the social distancing between the seats. Our front circulation desk will be open in the afternoon. The other times you can do curbside, but we will make copies for you. We will send faxes and do all the things like that that we normally have been doing. They will also make copies for you and send faxes at the North Branch via curbside only. We are trying to do as much service as we can under the conditions. In the computer lab, as I said earlier, there are nine computers that will be open. They are spaced. You cannot bring anyone with you. Only the person operating the computer can go to that seat. And once you complete your time, which is one hour, you have one session for one hour, and then you have to immediately leave the computer lab when your session is over. And if you need to look for a book, you can do that. 
but you just need to do your business and then exit the library. And we're doing that so that as many people can come in and go out and use the services as we can, you know, get in here and do that. But like I said, there's no seats, so there's no lingering. We will have one set of bathrooms open that we can keep sanitized regularly. Uh, the water fountains will not be working just to keep from spreading as many germs as possible. Our meeting rooms will still not be open. We're not taking reservations for them at this time. And our summer programming is going to continue for the two weeks into August. But it basically consists of going on the app called Read Squared and looking at the different things that we have available. Craft projects you can do, challenges and readings that you can put how many books you've read and things about that in there. But, but not in-person programming at the library. If you know you're coming to the library and that you're going to want to use a computer, you can call in advance and make an appointment. And that way, when you come, you will know a computer is available. People will be allowed in to browse the collection um, as room permits. And as big as our collection is, that would be several people could be in here at any given time. We keep looking for ways to serve, to provide open doors for people when we can't actually open our doors and we're finding different ways i'm very excited about a couple of new things that we've just implemented and one of them is this podcast now you may be listening to this from the facebook page you may be listening to it you may have found us on one of the podcast providers we are on so many of them podbean and spotify and apple and google and TuneIn and Castbox and pandora we're on all of those and more i think now uh podcast providers but if if you're listening to us on the website i encourage you to go to one of the podcast providers and subscribe to our podcast and that way you'll be notified every time a new one comes out we plan to use these podcasts to keep you informed on what's going on at the library while we're closed and then even after we open there's so many things that that we would like to share with you that you may not realize that you can even have access to here at the library. And then we want to share those things here on this podcast. One of the other things we're doing now is Jennifer Brewer, my children's librarian, remembered that when she was a little girl, she used to call the library and there was a, an extension you could choose to hear a story read. And we know that there are still some people that don't have Internet at home, but they do have a phone. And so they could call the library's number and choose option three and you can hear her read a story. Now the library's number is 425-8600 so we encourage you to do that and let your children listen to it. I know there's going to be a lot of um, kids at home not going to school this year and uh, we want to engage you as much as possible. We know that some people are experiencing digital fatigue and so we're trying to think of other ways that we can do things for you to help you out there without it involving the internet every time. But one of the things that we have done that does involve the internet is we have formed a partnership with JHA, the Jackson Housing Authority, and uh, JEA, Jackson Energy Authority, to provide internet at three of the housing project locations in their community rooms. And these were specifically set up to help the kids we will be having a ribbon cutting on that very soon. Be watching for that in the news. We hope that that will help the children, especially the ones that are homeschooling this year or doing the virtual online learning. We want to do everything we can to, to help them. 
if you have any ideas of any ways that we can help connect you with the information and the services that you need right now, please feel free to email me at dharris at madisoncountytn.gov. That's dharris at madisoncountytn.gov. Or call the library at 425-8600 and ask to speak to me, Dinah Harris. Or if I'm not here or on the other line, just feel free to leave me a message. You can also go to our website, www.jmclibrary.org, and click on Contact Us and send me a message that way. But we are very open to your needs and are looking for ways to help meet those my friends of the library have just recently put a cart of books outside the library that comes from their sale shelves. And so if you want to browse those books, I know some of you love to purchase. And this is some of the good books that have been donated or weeded. There are envelopes on the cart so you can put your money in the envelopes and drop them in our book drop. Or you can either ring the buzzer or hand it to a staff member either way. The Library Foundation is also busy planning an event for October. You can be looking for more information on that in the future. That's all I have in the way of news this week. But we also want to use this podcast to help you to get to know the library team better. Over the seven years I've been here, man, has it been seven already? It doesn't seem like it, but it has been seven and a half close to now that I've been here. Uh, We have developed a great team of people that have a heart to serve. And I want you to get to meet them and let them talk to you about their jobs here at the library and what their passion is. Since I'm the only one in my office today, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you a little bit about myself. We'll go ahead and get me out of the way, and then we can just move on to bigger and better things. Um, I was born and raised in Lexington, Tennessee, which is not far from here. I think it's 27 miles from my house to the library. And as a girl, I loved the library. I remember my mother taking me, checking out books. Uh, One that stands out in my mind the most is the Hardy Boys, and I checked those out over and over and over. But as I grew up, you know, I had times in my life where we came and went from the library. But once I had my children... Let me back up. I married my high school sweetheart uh, in the year 1980. So we've been married 40 years this year. And we had three sons. And they're all grown now. But when they were little boys, I would go to take them to the library and we would do the summer reading program. And while they were in the programs, I would say, hey, can I help y'all do something? Because back then the programs were not big programs like they are now. And the groups were not large. It was more like 10 to 12 kids, and somebody just doing a a low-key program. So they said, sure, you want to file books? I said, sure. So that was very odd to them for somebody to want to file books. But I loved putting things in order, and I loved seeing all the different books. And when you shelve books, you see so many that you didn't even know the library had. So I started shelving the books, and, and they just... They could not believe they'd found somebody that actually enjoyed it and wanted to do it. So they asked me would I be willing to work for the library for 10 hours a week. And, of course, that was like a dream come true. So I that was the Lexington Harrison County Library, and I would go uh, 10 hours a week. Like I said, they gave me a key. I could go whenever I could. And so a lot of times that would be after my husband would get home at night, and I would go out to the library, and I would file books. 
back then there was much more paperwork to do because it wasn't automated. So I would type new cards for the backs of the books where the cards were full and process magazines and, and just do all that kind of stuff. Eventually, they asked me to increase my hours and I actually, you know, started working some hours when the library was open, waiting on customers. And then I was working part-time there while I was teaching at Lexington Christian Academy. And eventually I transitioned over to just the library. I became the director of the library in Lexington in the year 2000 and worked there until I came to Jackson in January of 2013. I was the director in Lexington for 13 years before I came to Jackson. And I came to Jackson in January of 2013. And it was like a dream come true to, to be working at a library that had the support of the community and the elected f officials. It was, I think I actually said in a, in a news article that it was like library heaven here. Of course, there's been some rough times throughout the seven years I've been here, but it's still been a wonderful experience to get to work in a library with um, where people really care about the library and we're able to do the things that need to be done to help people. Since coming to Jackson, I have tried to impart the same philosophy I had at Lexington, and that is that it's all about our customers, about our patrons, our guests. I like to call them our guests, that we're here to serve, that we're here to connect people with life-changing information and services. I do believe that information is power, and that's why when we were you know, designing our logo that we came up with opening doors because that's what the library does for people. It opens doors for people and gives them opportunities that they might not have otherwise. Hopefully someday before too much longer, we can all be back together here in the library. And at that time, I would like to ask you to please come by. I would love to meet you. And today we'll just end with this quote by Walt Disney. Around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward opening up new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Until next time.